Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The Ingenuity Show has the weirdest style. The Ingenuity Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears. Oh, with every nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're the one listening. Who's the nerd? You know me so you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show me something fun on your guitar. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. This is Mr. Pold, and I'm here with St. Jimmy. And we are missing one DVD. Yep, he's not here. He's at work because he doesn't want to work during the day because he has a concussion. And we'll tell you about how he got that later. Our fake sponsor this week is Funhouse Funerals. We put the fun in funeral. You know that looks better written out than (laughs) out loud because... (laughs) <laughs> you pronounce the U differently. That's true. Oh, well. But we, it is kind of creepy when they have an open casket and your deceased loved one's dressed as a clown. Yes. Well, it does make it more fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's like a juggler. Funhouse mirrors. Yeah. You can like take your picture with the cutout in like a... So it looks like you're in a coffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part, actually. Yeah. All right, so should we talk about DVD first? Why is this? It is sounding kind of turn that knob down a little, maybe. It's weird. It okay, kind of tinny. Hopefully, that's not picking up on the recording. Yeah. So DVD, what happened was he was testing out his ATAT Halloween costume that he made. Oh, uh huh. But one of his kids ran around and wrapped a cable around his legs, Ooh. and he fell over. And smashed his face on a pumpkin, uh-huh. and that's how he got the concussion. See, I heard that he was riding a horse bareback and trying to do some vaulting, but then his his foot got caught in the stirrup, and he fell off and hit his head on a rock. So, I thought he was riding bareback. Well, I didn't mean the horse was bareback, I meant he oh, was bareback. Oh, he's bareback. Yes. Okay, that, okay. <laughs> Or was he wearing a stirrup? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hear that much of the story. Okay. There was a stirrup involved and barebackedness. Yes. All right. 
So we had an interesting weekend where the two of us and our wives drove down to visit Master Zed and Charlie. Yes. That was a lot of fun. It was. It's nice getting away without the kids. Yep. For me. You you can do that whenever you want, I guess. But well, your kids are older and... They don't live with me. Don't live with you. But yes. the reason I went down was because I was getting my new pickup. Yes, we were picking up your pickup. We picked it up. And it was very heavy. It was very heavy. It weighs almost three tons. Whoa. Yeah. That's interesting. It's like 5,800 pounds. So, let's see. There was six of us pushing on it? Uh, Yeah. So, how many pounds per person is that? Well, we weren't lifting it, (laughs) so... That's true. (laughs) (laughs) That still sounds weird. It does. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll move on. So, it's a 1962 GMC C10. Mm Mm-hmm. has a huge V6 engine in it. Oh, yeah? So, I was figuring out it's the same size as the engine in my first car, but Mm -hmm. that was a V8. Oh, and this is a V6, and it's got the same cubic inches. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. With two fewer cylinders. Haven't got it running yet. I have been working on it. So do you know what it'll take to get it running? Well, apparently it should run. I could have probably just started it up. Mm-hmm. But the gas that's in it has been in there for a really long time. Yeah. And when I took the gas cap off, you could smell... That it had gone bad. Mm-hmm. And then I also wanted to change the oil out because it's been sitting in oh, there for a yeah. long time. So You don't want to seize the engine up. Once I get those two things, I'm going to check, you know, oh. like the coolant. It has an oil bath air filter, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, I need to clean that out and put fresh oil in it. And, uh, yeah. You can take the old gas out? Yeah. Well, it it depends on how much is in there. Hmm. If there's not much in there, I might just fill it up with fresh gas. and I hope it mixes enough. So it mixes up, and it'll probably be fine. Okay. <laughs> it's an old engine. I mean, it's right. not like it's going to care too much. Yeah. And I, oil, I ordered the oil filter, so I'm waiting for that to come in the mail, because you can't just buy it at the parts store. So the cool thing about it is our great grandfather bought the truck brand new yes in 1962 yep and when he died it went to our grandmother and -hmm. they drove it a little bit until she stopped driving and so it's been sitting in her garage for a long time yeah it's got less than half as many miles as my wife's truck that is (laughs) 10 years old wow so it's the speedometer or the odometer only goes up to ten thousands place, mm-hmm. and they said it's turned over once, so it's got a hundred and three thousand miles on it in the last what fifty five years. <laughs> wow! So it's pretty cool. That um, is cool. Yeah, I got, I actually got it registered today. Got my license oh. plates on it and insurance on it, so. As soon as I get it going, I can start driving it. Sweet. It's. I got it mainly because I've been riding my motorcycle year-round uh-huh. for years now. 
And I'm tired of riding in the rain when it's... I don't blame you. 40 degrees or less. <laughs> so now I'll be able to just hop in my jimmy and... So you're going to take the canopy off the back? Yeah. It's really hard to see out the back with it on. Oh, yeah. That's the same with my 1980 truck. Yeah, so... And I don't really like the way the canopy looks. Yeah, it looks... I think it'll look a lot better with the canopy off. But mm-hmm. you considering painting it or anything? Oh, or? yeah, eventually. It needs a lot of body work. Yeah, I noticed that there's a few dents. Near you me. might need to get closer to your microphone. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, the, what Uncle Ken was saying was that our great-grandpa would... Basically, he only drove it to go to the bar, and then he would drive home after having oh. imbibed quite a bit. <laughs> Great. So he ran into quite a bit of stuff. <laughs> and then uh, the the grill has some damage on it. Yeah, I saw that. He said that was because he had it in his shop, mm-hmm. and he thought it was in neutral, and he tapped the starter just to get the engine to turn over, and it started and drove forward <laughs> into his workbench and oh. was sitting there pushing against it with the wheels spinning oh, wow. until he could get it shut off. Because he may have just been leaning in mm-hmm. through the door, not actually like sitting in it. Right. So <laughs> I think that's what I heard him say anyway. So something to that effect. Hmm. So a little bit of damage. There's a picture of it on uh, Twitter. Oh, okay, cool. With me and Grandma standing in front of it. Oh. So. She did not want her picture taken, and now she, it's on Twitter. <laughs> I know, and I think I'm going to use... Well, maybe I won't use that picture for this episode. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll use one of the other ones that she's not in, but... Oh, like the one with us all standing around looking into the engine? <laughs> maybe. Yeah. That was fun. It was a good weekend. We had some excellent barbecue... In Portland, yeah. that was yummy. Um, so on our way down there, we stopped and ate at this Mexican restaurant, mm-hmm. and the waiter was Hispanic, and and he was hysterical. He was joking, and but it was hard at first. I didn't realize he was trying to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, because he's like, I caught it, but all all together on one check, and we're like, no, split it. He's like, okay, four checks, and I was like, no. <laughs> Too. And then I was like, oh, he's joking, but yeah. his delivery yes, was very dry. Was dry and... So, And then he was joking the rest of the time. Yeah. And then our waiter at the barbecue place on Saturday was jokey also. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, all of our waiters this weekend are funny guys. Well, he saw us checking out the interior oh, structure of the yeah. establishment. Well, <laughs> when you're hanging out with structural engineers and you mm-hmm. ask why do they do that with those pieces of wood and then they explain it and then the waiter's like why are they staring at the ceiling <laughs> um we saw master zed play some rugby oh yeah uh you can see pictures of that on twitter too oh cool well our let's see what did I, I don't go on twitter so <laughs> well i guess the reason it was on twitter is i used it as our show art oh okay so you can see it on the website there's a picture of Master Zed about to tackle somebody that's trying to catch the ball. Well, I think he's scored the first try of the game, too, right? Yeah. His team won by a fair margin. It was like 30-something 30 30, to 20, maybe. Yeah. 32, 32 or 35. Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> that's fun to watch. 
you got to kind of know what's going on to get much out of it, but I've seen him play three times now. Well, and we have Charlie standing on the sideline that can yeah. help us out. Yeah, she kind of explains it. Yep. It was fun. Um, especially when they win. Yeah. I Well, I've only been to two of his games, and they won both games. I think he's won all the ones that I've been to. So. Okay. Well, two of them were the ones you've been to, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we had to rent a U-Haul trailer. That was fun, right? Yeah, so <laughs> I called the nearest place that was open on Sunday to Grandma's house mm-hmm. and reserved the trailer, and then I got an email saying, okay, your preferred pickup location is this one, which is the one I called. So we go there to pick it up, and they're like, oh, uh, it's it's at another location. And I'm like, Ooh. my email said it would be here. And they look it up. They're like, oh, it says they tried to call you and they sent you a text. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I definitely didn't have a call. And I looked at my texts and I did have a text from them. Oh. But I must have ignored it somehow. So we had to drive down to another place that was a little further away mm, to get it. That's why it took it. so long. And we get there and we turn on the road right before their building where their driveways are and the driveways all have cones in front of them (laughs) so we're like okay so we just park on the street down the block and walk over there to check in or whatever and fill out the paperwork and the first thing is like oh just just pull in and we'll hook it up and then we'll worry about the paperwork Mm -hmm. and she's like you got to pull around the back side of the building where the equipment return lane is Hmm. and meanwhile we've seen like at least three other cars pull down that road and be like uh what do we do there's Mm -hmm. cones here you know Mm -hmm. and uh so we walked back down the street to the truck got it and my hitch wasn't rated my ball wasn't rated for high enough Uh to pull it so i was like well can you hook me up with a, a ball He's like, yeah. So he runs in, grabs one. It was like twenty five bucks for the whole hmm. assembly to just rent it, or no, I bought it. Oh, okay, so cool. Now I have a ball that's rated for a lot of because the trailer weighs like twenty one hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. The truck weighs fifty eight hundred pounds, and yeah. my ball was stamped on it two thousand pounds. Oh, it's <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's probably, probably not, not gonna work. Gonna work. But anyways, so I have a new ball. Well, my wife. As soon as we got home, she's like, can I take these ugly U-Haul stickers off? I was like, yeah. <laughs> she sat there and peeled all the U-Haul stickers off the, <laughs> the tubing part of it that goes in your hitch. And she put budget rental ones on and said, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Since we have a bunch of those laying around. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then we, you know, got the trailer to Grandma's and got the truck and... Dad had given me a come-along to use to kind of winch it up there because yeah. we couldn't think of a good way to use Master Zed's winch on his truck. Which we did use that to get it out of the garage. Yeah. So. Which, it was really nice having that because we could slowly pull it back while I was steering and yeah. Uncle Ken was watching the side because we had to kind of back it out at an angle. Mm-hmm. And... uh Apparently, the come-along was only rated for 900 pounds, and that was not enough. <laughs> no. Well, we did get it most We got it of the most of the way there. up there with it, and with three of you we on the like, back kind of just 
pushing right somewhat. And then we had like six inches to go. Well, yeah, the back wheels got to the top of the ramp, and the front wheels were on the this bar that right. holds the strap to strap the wheels, and we couldn't get it over the last hump, even with me back there helping. Yeah, with the and five of us, we got Master Zed back there with us, and still couldn't push it over that. And this neighbor was coming by, and he was pretty stocky, so he got back there, and we finally got it up. Right, and. <laughs> We had Aunt Colleen up front, you know, making sure the come along long time listener of the show didn't, you know, <laughs> slip and the truck roll backwards on us, and we ended up kind of running into her with the truck because it went, you know, once it got over once, the little yeah, hump, we got up there. it went the last, few you know, inches. fourteen inches or whatever, and but she was fine, supposedly. <laughs> That's how she got the concussion. No, just kidding. <laughs> and then we just drove home, and my pickup pulled it fine. Yeah. My F-150. Like it, it was fine. Did 60 the whole way home and got home way faster than I was expecting. Yeah. I was thinking it would take us at least an extra hour, and it didn't seem like it took much more than normal. Right. So, and it was really easy to unload because of the whole gravity thing. and. Yeah, because you're... Streets kind of at like a slope. Streets at an angle, and then your and then my driveway's a down slope. Yep. So we just got off the trailer. The brakes work, so and so, it steers. So yeah. I have it in my driveway. It's up on jack stands right now because mm. I wanted it more level to drain the oil. Yeah. The drain plug's always in the back of the oil pan. Right. And I wanted to drain the oil because I had to remove the oil filter. To see if there was a number on the cartridge. Mm-hmm. So you could get a new so one. So I could get a new one because in my Googling, I could never pin down exactly which cartridge it took. And luckily it had a Napa ID number. So I just ordered it from Napa. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then we played a, well, we played a couple board games while we were down there with them, but we played the Battlestar Galactica game, board game. Yeah, and at first I was just like, "This is not going to be fun." Yeah, there's so many like, rules, and it was just like couldn't figure out how to play the it. The first <laughs> couple of rounds, it was just like, "What is going?" You know, I understand what was going on at that point, but it still, I was not having. I didn't think it was a very good game, but hmm. once we got a little bit further into it, I was like, "Okay, this is actually pretty interesting," and you actually have to think ahead. Yeah, so. Yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. And um, then you get to pick which character you are to start with. Yeah, and then <laughs> randomly, depending on how many players you are, one or two of the players turn out to be Cylons. Yep. <laughs> and it was Masters Ed and Charlie were both Cylons. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're trying to stop us from meeting our goal, and they almost did. So we took a big risk at the end to try and hopefully get to the <laughs> end where we win, and it paid off. Yeah, so I played as Colonel Ty. Yeah. And I became the president. <laughs> yeah. I was I, also in charge of the military. <laughs> so Charlie was the president to start off. Yeah. And then when she revealed herself as a Cylon, I became president. And then there was a coup <laughs> by Mr. Pold, and he takes over. I was like, hey, I just declared martial law. Eh, I don't care. So I just let him have it. And then I made my wife the vice president. <laughs> yeah. She was Starbuck. Yeah, it was, and it was getting really late by the end. There, oh yeah, so. it was a long game. 
It it was a long game. But I started off my turn by nuking one of the base stars of the Cylons. Yeah, and that was the thing, was there were s- certain aspects where the rules weren't very clear. Like, what do you do when you draw this card? We had to d- discuss, like, well, if we do this, then this, you know, it, it was like... We kind of settled on a way that seemed like the best option, but it yeah. was weird. So... Yeah, it was fun, though. It's always fun hanging out with Masters Ed and Charlie. Yep, got to play some of the his original Nintendo that... Oh, yeah. Was, I guess some, it was ours from when we were kids. Yeah, we played some River City Ransom. It was fun. <laughs> oh. And, uh, yeah. It's nice now that they have a house instead of a tiny condo so that they have spare bedrooms and stuff. So it was a really fun weekend. Yep. Well, should we go on to Nerdiculture? Yes, let's do it. So we had movie night again, and we watched Graveyard, Graveyard Shift. Shift. It's a, based on a Stephen King short. It's number 38 on the list of <laughs> Stephen King movies, so it's the third worst one, according to the Vulture <laughs> article. Yeah. Um, I guess it tracks pretty closely with the short story. From what I read on Wikipedia. Oh, Except okay. in the short story, the protagonist also dies. Oh, he doesn't And he doesn't kill the... Really? ...monster. He ends up dying. So. He also has an active role in killing the foreman in the short story. Oh. So basically, the plot of this is there's this old mill in this main town, and... Actually, a lot of it, some of it is filmed in Bangor, Maine. But yeah, the whole, I saw whole that. thing is filmed in Maine. Oh, he, David, he already had his thing sold out. Cool. Good. 
Um, but anyway, it's about this guy that comes into town and he hires on at the mill um, onto the graveyard shift because I guess there's an opening there. <laughs> there's like a job. It's a one-man job. Yeah. They do it at night because it's so hot. Yeah. That they can only stand to be there at night. But anyway, he ends up... And this mill is, like, infested with rats. Oh, yeah. There's rats everywhere. They like to watch the guy that's working graveyard. Yeah. They, like, line up everywhere and watch him. So, anyway, the foreman of the mill hires the protagonist and a few other characters to clean out... The sub-basement. The the basement of the, uh, the mill. And while they're doing that, they find an even lower basement... And they go down in there, and they find a monster yeah. bat or something that kills them. And yep. then a couple of them escape, but they most of them die. Yeah, so the movie starts with the guy running that machine. Oh, yeah. Um, killing rats. Like throwing them into throwing the... Throwing them into the machine. So yes. it's like a machine that like takes cotton or wool mm-hmm. and processes it. So it's got, like, these sheer things that are, like... Teeth. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, teeth, and they're, like, separating it out or something. And then upstairs, the other workers are, like, running looms and stuff. Yeah. And so he's, like, catching rats and throwing them in there. And then... He gets killed by an unseen You see monster. this big shadow show up, and he turns around and screams and gets knocked back into the machine, and it cuts him up. Kind of reminded us of the Mangler. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's the Mangler, too. <laughs> That this movie came out in 1990. Oh, so it was before The Mangler. Yeah, five years. Gotcha. So, so it was the pre-Mangler. So should we go through the... Uh... Yeah, so title quality. The title is The Graveyard Shift, which... It's a good title for it. It worked out, so probably pretty high marks for that. What do you think? Out of ten? Yeah, I'd give it seven, probably. All right, I'm with you. It doesn't tell you much about the movie, but it's kind of a horror, and you are you don't know, like, when we started, I didn't really know what it was going to be about, right. so it was kind of good to have that not knowing. Mm-hmm. It could have been, like, the bat under the factory, or, <laughs> I don't know. Casting? Was there, were there any... So the only actor we recognized was the guy that played Wormtongue in the... Oh, yeah. The Two Towers movie? Yeah. He was the exterminator. And I I've, guess also he also plays the voice of Chucky in all the different Chucky movies. Oh, Child's I didn't know Play that. Movies. Yeah. Interesting. I was scrolling through his IMDb and it's... Also, but, well, the female protagonist uh-huh. was also recognizable. Oh, I didn't recognize her. I don't remember her. her name, but she did look familiar and I looked her up. And she's been in movies I've seen. So the main, I'll look her up. The main antagonist in the movie, at first I thought it was... Uh, what's the guy that plays the Punisher in the new Marvels? Marvel. Yeah. Uh, when I first saw him, that's who I thought it was, but it's not. So did we. Um, but I did, I was reading through his profile, and I guess he's one of the most highly educated actors in Hollywood. Like, he's been a professor and stuff, and... Kelly Wolf. See, so the Stephen mocked, mocked, yeah. Actually, not too bad of an actor 
for what he was asked to do, you know? Yeah. So, so we're, but we're on casting, so, I mean, the guy that played the exterminator has been in a lot of horror type movies. Yeah. I his, didn't think he was role, that good of an his act. His role wasn't that important in the movie at all, though. That's true. And he was way over the top. <laughs> I'd probably give it a three. Okay. Looks like we're going threes. DVD also gave it a three. Soundtrack. Soundtrack. I didn't even notice. It seemed like there was one song. Oh, the Beach Boys song. Oh, when they were yeah. They had it on the rats. <laughs> They're spraying that rats at the hoses, and it shows these rats trying to stay afloat in this little river of water that they're creating, and they're playing the Beach Boys Yeah, there's, song. like, chunks of wood floating down the rats are trying to stay on the wood. <laughs> so, okay, that was all right. The guy that was using the hose, it was like a fire hose. Yeah. Whenever he turned the water on, he's yelling. It's like... I don't think that I counts didn't as under- soundtrack, but... <laughs> I didn't... Un- I know, but I was just uh, thought of that. What yeah. the heck? Yeah, that Why? was... Why? Re- not very smart. So there was one song. I other two. than that, <laughs> I'd give it a two. Okay, I wasn't impressed with the soundtrack. I don't because yeah, that don't song didn't really fit. It just made it funny. It was out of place. Yes. So yeah, cinematography. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't bad. It wasn't like a horrible cinematography. It was. I'd put it probably a little under the mangler. They had a lot of points where you just see the shadow looming in you. Yeah. And it's always the foreman. Well, except for the very first one. First time you yeah. do it. Well, but but you don't know. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably go five. with about five. That's what DVD did. That's less than the mangler. And special effects... Um, there was some gory parts, but like there's a part where they're fighting with skeletons that have mm-hmm. no meat left on them, but somehow the bones are staying connected. <laughs> it's like, uh, that's not how it would work. <laughs> yeah. So probably below average. I'd probably give it like a three or four. They showed like the might... the bat the bat thing seemed somewhat realistic. Yeah, I'd give it a four. I guess. Okay. David gave it a five. Stunts. <clears throat> what kind of stunts were they? Well, there's like fight scenes. There's yeah. yeah, the fighting the bat. Yeah, five. Sure. Uh, it wasn't great. It wasn't horrible. Yeah. The plot. It's man against nature, I guess, and the foreman was pretty much a villain throughout the whole thing so yeah there was man versus man also but overall not a ton of plot i mean there was nothing at any point they almost they could have just turned around and walked away well and there were a lot of points that just like why is this scene even in the movie it doesn't even make sense so i would give it pretty three maybe yeah, I was thinking maybe, well, was there more or less plot than oh. than uh, Maximum Overdrive? <laughs> Probably less, so I'm going to go with a two on that. Okay. So did DVD. Continuity. 
This is a hard one to judge because yeah, it's like there was nothing grossly incontiguous, <laughs> uh-huh. but hmm. it's like were they stretching on anything? There yeah. were unnes- definitely unnecessary, but I don't know if I'd go as low as two. That's what DVD did. DVD gave it a two. I'm probably going to go higher than that. I'll be like four. Okay. I was thinking three or four, so I'll just go with you. So characters. You've got the hero, who's a drifter, kind of quieter dude, but has a high sense of morality. Uh There's the boss that's like a womanizer. (laughs) He's willing to punch a woman in the face. Yeah. He's blatantly sexist and his actions don't make sense <laughs> yeah i mean is he's kind of one dimensional but he also there's some parts of it that's just like what that, i yeah. don't get it <laughs> and then there's the exterminator and you're like why is this guy why is this character even here yeah you know well and then there's the woman. He did tell a pretty horrific story that was probably more horrific <laughs> than anything else in the movie. But it had nothing to do with right. anything. It, it was just like, we want to have this guy in the movie. Let's find a role for him. I'm. It'd be interesting to see what that character's role was in the book, in the story. If it was in even in there? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, and then the other guys that are helping with the basement. Those... The guy that's yelling with the hose, and yeah. then there's, like, this random black guy that's just there to be the black guy. Yeah, I, th- I wasn't too I'm impressed gonna with the characters. I'm going to rate characters really low on this one. I'm thinking two. Okay. Acting? <laughs> Not good. I might rate the acting a little higher than the characters, because okay. even though the Warwick character, the foreman... Was one the character was like he was a good actor. Crazy. He did really good yeah. acting for that. That might pull the score up a little bit. Okay, I'm not the rest of the go cast in three though. Yeah, three the because the, the other cast, cast horrible. <laughs> yeah, nobody was good. Yeah. So what are you gonna give it? Three. Okay, we're we're on board with DVD. Dialogue was awful. It was dumb. I yeah, dialogue was horrible. Was it mingler? bad or maximum overdrive <laughs> bad we, we've rated all of them pretty low so far uh i don't know if it was as bad as the mangler yeah so i'll give it a two okay <laughs> that's what so it was maximum it. overdrive bad <laughs> yeah horror, horror? Mm. it was more horror than the mangler yeah i just could not be afraid of the mangler than like a machine because it didn't move yeah and even when it did move it looked cartoonish yeah it didn't i guess it moved that one time but through most of the movie it just i mean okay i don't want to go too much into the mingler right but (laughs) on this one this thing could come out and get you and then there was even a scene where just the normal rats attacked people well and there was there was some suspense when the guy's down in the basement by himself yeah. And you're thinking what's going to get him, you know. Right. Yeah. So probably 
better than better than what we've seen so max, far. Than maximum or mangler. I'll just give it a four. Okay. Because the exterminator four. story was also pretty horrifying too. Yeah, and you got to see some guys chopped up in the. Yeah, that's true. The thing, when they yeah. Uh, DVD gave that a three. LOLs. I don't remember uh, I, laughing at the anything. I think the only part I actually laughed, like genuinely at the movie, was when they did the Beach Boys thing. Oh, that was actually. Because I'm just like, what? So <laughs> yeah, I'd probably bump that up to a two then. Yeah, two. DVD gave it a one, but that one scene. One. I don't remember nothing anything. in there was worth quoting. Yeah, even on IMDb, there's only like three quotes for the entire movie. Oh, really? And they're dumb ones. Awakeitude. So how much? I how bored were you? I guess near the middle, I was pretty bored. Okay, <laughs> worse than the Mangler middle. Uh, it was about the same. Okay, so probably give it about the same. Yeah, four. Okay, I don't. Okay, so puns. I was wondering why we have puns on here, but this one pays off with the title. Oh, yeah. Graveyard Shift. Think about the scene with the exterminator in the graveyard and that coffin shifts. Oh, we did. And, and we him. pointed that out during the show. <laughs> so there's a little bit of a pun there because they. It's a graveyard shift. They're working graveyard and there is a graveyard. Yes. So does that bump it up to a two? This will be our first two rating I might even this. give it a three okay. or a four with that graveyard shift and the thing shifting and killing him <laughs> in the graveyard. So what are you going to give it? I'm going to give it a four. Okay. I'll, I'm willing to go up to two on that. Okay. <laughs> I think it could be a lot more punny. Well, we'll see how the other and ones are. In would you watch this on your own? No. Me neither. <laughs> but probably better than The Mangler. Which um, we gave twos. I would watch this more on my own than The Mangler. So. But not as much. Maybe probably not as much as Maximum Overdrive. So is this. Maybe how much the you same. Like the, would rather watch it in a group or. No, I think this is just like. Would you sit down and watch this if you weren't doing it with us? Oh, okay. So a low number would mean that I would not watch it by myself. Yeah. I would definitely need to watch it with a group. Yeah. A high number would be like, yeah, I would sit down and watch that again. Okay. So I'll give it a two. Okay. I'm going to probably give it a three because I thought it was about as good as the good maximum as overdrive. Maximum overdrive. Better than the Mangler. Okay. So how do we stack up? All right. So... On IMDb, this one ranked 4.8, which is between the last two. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly in between them. Mm-hmm. No, it's no. closer to maximum overdrive. Yeah. Top critics gave it a 13 and on Rotten Tomatoes, which is l- the lowest so far. <laughs> and the audience gave it a 2 point, or a 22, which is... Slightly higher than the Mangler and much uh, lower than the uh, maximum, maximum overdrive. overdrive. So combined, this got lower than either of the others. <laughs> and it's also our lowest. Uh-huh. So I can't believe we rated this lower than the Mangler. <laughs> but we did rate it higher than the... the higher than the, than the critics. Right. <laughs> which... 
we have with the other ones too. Yeah, that's true. So, all right. Okay, that's graveyard shift. Graveyard shift. Uh, I don't recommend it, but Please don't watch it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, don't watch that. It's not worth your time. Next is riding the bullet. So okay, never we'll heard to, of it. Me neither. We'll have to look and see where that's available. All yeah. right, so this saved. I'm going <laughs> to close that so we don't. Right. Okay. That's nerd That's culture. Nerd culture. Alright, for technology, this it's funny because I was looking for an article mm-hmm. and I saw one on that was talking about Adidas and I was like, Oh, that's funny, we talked about Adidas last <laughs> week. Yeah. And I looked around, I was like, actually that's actually the one that looks most appealing to me, so I'm gonna talk about it. Um it's basically about shoe manufacturing. So um when Nike How many rats are killed in the manufacture of shoes? <laughs> ho- <laughs> hopefully a lot. <laughs> So when Nike started making shoes back in like the 50s or something, let me see if I can find the year here. Oh, it's way up here. This article was way longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, in 1964, Nike made 96% of their U.S. footwear in the U.S. Wow. In 2014, they made 2% in the U.S. Oh, So most shoes in the world are made in Asia. The reason is they're labor intensive Mm -hmm. and labor in Asia is really cheap. So they can save money by shipping the stuff to Asia, having it put there and shipping it back. Okay. Put together over there. So the problem is when you want to make a new shoe design Mm -hmm. from when you design it to when you actually have them to sell is at least a year and a half because you have to you know get the materials ship them to a factory set the factory up to make that specific shoe you have to you know make it in different sizes and then you know they make them and then they ship them to where they're going to be sold and you sell them Mm -hmm. uh well with online stuff now that's by time they go from design to actually selling them, whatever fashion sense is going on at the time they're Man, designed passed. is already passed. Hmm. So companies like Adidas were losing a lot of ground because they're selling fashions that are out of date. Oh, I see. So they're like, we need to rethink our entire model. 
So they've got a bunch of, you know, modern thinking people and we're like, how can we get shoes built faster? Just like, because in the past, what they were doing was trying to shave down little things in their process. So they're taking an 18 month long thing and trying to shave days off of it. Right. So you're going from, you know, 180 days down to 175 days or something. (laughs) Which doesn't help. Or, well, that's only half a year. So they're going from like... (laughs) 600 days down to 555 days, you know, something like that. And it's just not, it wasn't helping. So what they're doing is they're turning to robotics to Mm. replace the human labor. Right. And so what that does is, so they're building robotics factories in the places that they're selling the shoes. And that's where the designers live. Uh So the designers can design the shoe. Have a robot build it. Have robots build it really fast with modern technology. And then sell them. And they can build a shoe in a day. Wow. So the way they're doing this is modern plastics. So they have molding machines. Mm -hmm. They have machines that can weave things. So And also they're going away from things like leather going into like plastics and woven materials like mm-hmm. nylons and stuff and things that can be manufactured quickly by a robot yeah and out of materials that are plen- plenty mm-hmm. you know you don't have to go and like find a leather distributor and get the right cut and grain of leather for your thing and then cut it into pieces mm-hmm. and then sew all these leather pieces together you can take this knit material and make the shoe out of one piece of that right and then they also have different um smart plastic pieces that are like interlocked in in special ways to give them different flexibilities and mm-hmm. it's really cool um this article it's a wired article some more engineering goes into it Yeah, so you spend a little bit more time engineering it, but then these robots put them together super fast. Yeah. And the robot can is just reading a program, Mm -hmm. so you can customize them more easily. So you could go into a store, and they could measure your foot, send it to this what they call the speed factory, Mm -hmm. and they could make the shoe in a day, and it's already... The factory is near where you live. Yeah. Near the store. Rather so, than retooling everything, training the workers right. on how to you know, do the different things. Yeah. We've got a new shoe design, so here's how you make it. you got to train the people. Right. You just... The good person designs the shoe. They send the commands to the robot. Robot builds the shoe. So you could have your sh- foot scanned and two days later have the shoe. Yeah. And it's custom cool. for you. Mm-hmm. And you can choose the colors, you know everything about it how soft you want or firm you want it you know how much arch support everything and so uh it's get it and then the people that work at the factory are in the are local you Mm -hmm. know so it's you can get a lot of countries that are the victims of outsourcing Mm -hmm. so basically western countries that have lost manufacturing jobs due to them being sent to Asia. Yeah. 
they're willing to give you subsidies if you bring jobs back. Oh. So you get subsidies to build your factory in this one that they're talking about, the speed factories in Bavaria, which is in Europe. Mm-hmm. Bavaria gives them a subsidy to build their factory in Bavaria, mm. and then they get their plastic materials from locally. They get built there, so you're saving time. You don't have to ship stuff, which, you know, is better for the environment. Right. And then, you know, these countries get to get jobs back. Granted, it's fewer jobs, but it's a lot more efficient. And then the jobs are higher-end, more higher-paying jobs. Right. Because you're paying programmers and, you know, maintenance people instead of entry-level, you know, people sewing leather and cutting mm-hmm. shapes out of leather with, you know, presses like and the stuff. people of Santa Poco. Yes. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. Um, so this is the model that most of the, the major shoe companies, shoe are, going companies are going towards. So Nike has partnered with another company to uh, design shoes, and they're going to cut the time to make a shoe in half. Um, Under Armour is using 3D printers and body scanners hmm. and robots to make, you know, parts of their shoes. And um, Puma is building a robotic warehouse um, to cut out some of the human steps in their manufacture. So They cut out humans? Yeah, oh. they're cutting humans out, not oh, up. Not up, okay. So this will make shoes better hopefully Hmm. i mean you're gonna get a better product because it could be custom for your foot probably for cheaper for cheaper because there's not shipping and you know and it's better for the environment exactly it's a win-win-win awesome yeah so this is a really good article if you're interested in this you should look it up on wired it's called the adidas speed factory so cool yeah it even talks about companies that are using artificially produced spider silk Mm -hmm. in shoes and 3D printing and all kinds of cool things. So this knitting, this knitting thing is pretty cool too. There's a picture of it. Oh yeah. So they can knit, they use the knitting to make different patterns so that it flexes in Mm -hmm. specific ways and then they can cut the shapes out of that. So... It's really awesome. Sweet. That's Technergy. If Thanks. you want to support the Engineerdy Show, head over to com, where you can click through our Amazon link to go to Amazon. So Christmas is coming up, Halloween, Thanksgiving. You're going to be buying a lot of stuff online. If you do it through Amazon, you can get you don't have to go to these stores where you might have to interact with people you know what if you're you don't have your earbuds with you and somebody talks to you or something well that doesn't happen online you just go to amazon through our website so that they know that you're you want their uh what's that called their uh it's not a subscription it's a I don't know. Amazon automatically sets aside part of your purchase to either go to a charity 
or oh. to sponsor somebody. So they sponsor us. So when you go through our website, they know to send that sponsorship money to us. I don't Sweet. know if that's the right word, but yeah, that kind of reminds me. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but so I've been taking the bus to and from work Uh huh. and I found a foolproof way. Well, almost foolproof of making sure no one sits next to me on the bus. Okay. So since I'm taking it involves the bus, not showering. <laughs> no. Oh, I shower every day. Um, in the morning it's dark, but there are like lights above the seats. Okay. Like, in, like, like on an airplane. airplane. So I'll find a seat and I'll turn my light on and pull out my paperback book and start reading it. And unless the bus is like completely full, people will not want to sit by me because the lights. Because they want to sit somewhere where it's dark. Yeah, so they can sleep on the way to work. Nice. So so far it's worked out pretty well. Hmm. Doesn't work as well on the way home because people light out. Trying to sleep. Yeah. But anyway. to consumption yeah let's do it (coughs) (laughs) all right so i um watched the movie the italian job oh again i've seen it several times i like that one yeah i've kind of slept through part of it though yeah it was on the way back from so uh, it didn't have good awake-titude well i was very (laughs) tired yeah i didn't sleep all the night before oh um yeah i like that one yeah. It's got a good cast. And speaking of reading on the bus, I finished the book Prey by oh, Michael, Michael Crichton. Yeah. It's a good one. I haven't P-R-E-Y. read it in a long time. It's one of my favorites. I This is probably the fourth time I've read it. Oh. But I finished it in five bus trips. Wow. <laughs> well, my bus trips are pretty long. Yeah. It's not a super long book. No, it's not really long. Um, the basic premise is about some a cloud of nanobots that gets released in the environment oh and i hate it when evolves that evolves and starts deciding to kill people as they do yes it's one of you know michael Crichton's normal type books with technology yeah gone wrong a near future technology and how it could kill us it kind of reminded me a little bit of jurassic park yeah <laughs> instead of huge animals it's tiny little critters you know um, robots and it's written in first person. Oh, yeah, that's always it makes it interesting. Um, just one from one character's point of view the whole way through. Okay. There is one part where he um 
he's having to relate something that happens when he's not there. Oh. And so the way he does it is um I'm trying to remember Oh, he said that he watched the video. It was recorded in the video like uh security system. Oh. He said he watched that later to know what happened with this other character. Hmm. Which the first couple times I read it, I'm like, uh. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, that makes sense that he'd have to do it that way. Because <laughs> another time um, he had mentioned that one of the characters had told him something later on. Because he's writing this from after the events have happened in the book. Okay. And so he mentioned something that a character said that she was thinking at one point in the book and you're like okay well I guess there's time that she could have told him that you know later Mm -hmm. and this one character if he had done the same kind of thing she told me about this later then you would know that she survived and it's kind of up in the air whether she does or not so anyway I can see why he made that decision interesting (laughs) Um, and then I think I've watched my last episode of Luther. (laughs) I'm in season three, and it's just... The characters' actions are just totally ridiculous. I cannot... (laughs) It's just so annoying with the decisions that these characters make. Hmm. I really like Idris Elba, but... And I like his character. And his character seems to make consistent choices and decisions with his... I don't know, but huh. I don't know. I don't think I can watch it anymore. It's a little annoying. Yeah, I kind of gave up on watching the DC comic TV series. Oh yeah, like the Flash and Arrow, and oh yeah, I was just like I got this burned out on those isn't, too. Like these characters don't interest me anymore. Well, with the Arrow, like everyone becomes a superhero. Yeah, and it's just like it just gets convoluted. Yeah, there's a lot of shows that do that to me. It gets a little too convoluted, like Under the Dome. The mm. second season, I couldn't get into it yeah. at all. Cause I it couldn't even like, finish the first season. Things were like, yeah. Anyway, um, that's my consumption. Okay. Well, speaking of superhero TV shows, I finished The Defenders season one. Oh, it was really good. Like, yeah. The later, the second half of it, especially, like, it was like you wanted to keep watching because right. you wanted to see what was going to happen. It was really good. And the unexpected kept happening. Like, <laughs> you didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, there was one part where, like, okay, he's obviously going to punch that, but. Right. That was a little, like, really? You, you should be rational enough to know that she's baiting you into doing this but and he does it anyways but still good those superheroes are interesting enough yeah i you know what their imperfections make them better right and i'm kind of liking these team up shows and movies like the avengers movies those were pretty cool um i'm looking forward to the um, Justice League movie. Hmm. Even though we've only been a, you know, yeah, I haven't seen, seen a couple of these characters. But the, the Aquaman mon- movie looks like it'll be. I mean, the trailer looks good. I don't know. Um, 
Is that a wait? Is that a the Justice League movie or is that a standalone? The Justice League movie has Aquaman in it. Okay, that's probably what I was thinking of. Yeah, um, but another movie I'm looking forward to is the Infinity Wars, Avengers. Oh, Infinity Wars. It's supposed to also in- include all the Avengers, plus the Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? And I don't know if they'll get the Defenders in there or not, but hmm. I would like to see that. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. I was listening to the Science Faction podcast today, trying to catch up, and they were mentioned a little bit about the Infinity Wars, and they saw a trailer or something for it, <laughs> but it sounded pretty cool. So, or DVD <laughs> is putting stuff into our... Notes. Show notes document while we're but podcasting. I don't know if we should talk about to, his consumption. Should we just read through what he's written there? The Inhumans and Marvel show Inhumans. about people with physical differences and powers that live on the moon. Okay. Okay. Um, this, this old, old house, house. We all know what that craftsman is. Craftsman House at the three level edition in Massachusetts. The Gifted. It's a Marvel show with with X Men. And the X Men have it. disappeared. Oh, oh! After the X Men have disappeared. Oh, it's in the X Men universe, but there's no X Men. Okay, so my wife has been watching both the Gifted and the Inhumans. She preferred the Gifted. Huh. So, sounds interesting. And then he watched the Seals. The new show tracks a Seal team on a mission and at home. Weird. Oh, I thought it was about the mammals, the sea mammals. Or or. <laughs> and that's Stevie's consumption. Interesting. Well, I figure if we don't do this for him this time, he'll have to double up next time. Yeah, I thought about that too. (laughs) All right. Let's do some nerd cred. All right. So, um, I my nerd cred involves my son. So he came over a couple nights ago to play catch with the football and play some card games with us. Mm-hmm. And he was telling us about something that he had thought up when he was in class, and then he put it into action later on, okay. having to do with the gas station. I guess there's a certain gas station near where he works, I think he said, that if you pay with cash, it's like 10 cents a gallon cheaper hmm. 
than if you pay with card. Right. And so he had the idea that he would go into the convenience store that's associated with the gas station, buy a candy bar that was less than $2, okay. and then get $40 cash back, and then use that cash <laughs> to pay, for, to the pay for the gas. Nice. And so um, if you're filling up your tank... You're thinking, you know, you're saving 10 cents a gallon. Yeah. And if you're putting in like 20 gallons, <laughs> it's like a $2 and he's spending a little bit less than $2 on the candy bar. Hmm. So. <laughs> and he gets a candy bar. Yeah. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I thought that was pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> Especially that he thought about it beforehand. Like, I think he was, said he was even in his economics class. <laughs> And he's like, huh, I bet that would work. And so then he went and tried it, and it worked. <laughs> and he said the um, the attendant kind of gave him a little bit, uh, gave him a little smile when he said, okay, now I'll use this cash to pay for the gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was at a gas station recently, and I was paying at the pump with my card. They, you know, there's no difference at most gas stations, but right. um, I just used my debit card and um, the gas station was fairly busy that day and the pump I pulled up to, it had a message on the screen that was not the appropriate message for wait, you know, it oh, just being uh-huh. idle. And so I like tried to clear out of it and, and stuff and it wasn't acting right. And I was like, oh, I could go back up to the one behind me because mm-hmm. it would probably work. But then somebody pulled up there. So then all the pumps were full. So and Mrs. Jimmy was in the convenience store getting us some sodas or something for the trip. Yeah, I think this was before we picked you guys up. Oh, OK. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to have to get this thing working. So I start like messing with the keypad to see what I can if I can just get it to change and so I got it to do something, but then it still wasn't at the right screen. So then I'm like trying to like <laughs> punch in different things to try and, you know, with the clear button and yeah. trying different things like hitting the credit button and just trying <laughs> to get it to move from where it was stuck. Mm-hmm. And eventually I got it cleared out so that it was like idle where it's waiting for you to put your card in. Uh-huh. <laughs> I used it, filled up and it worked. Yeah. So I had to like command and conquer the gas pump so we've gotten so reliant on these pay at the pump gas stations i remember several years ago there was a gas station that i'm like oh wow that's kind of a lower price than the other ones just a mile down the road so i pulled in there and they had these old-fashioned pumps there was no way to pay at the pump oh and i'm like ah forget this i get back in my car drive it a mile to the next <laughs> one well within a month that gas station was out of business yeah <laughs> it's like Got to keep up with the times, man. The convenience nope. is yeah. worth yeah. a lot. Yeah. Well, I can't, like, that gas station that I was at, we got, we went there because it has a good convenience store. Mm-hmm. And it was on our way. Right. But um, I don't go there normally because mm-hmm. their gas pumps have that, like, sleeve over the thing that you have to compress oh, uh-huh. or it won't turn on. Yeah. Well, I can't do that on my motorcycle very easily because mm-hmm. I can't just like stick the nozzle all the way into the tank. I have to hold it yeah, right at the lip and then watch <laughs> it so I know when it's getting full. And 
I've tried it before there and I have to like with one hand pull the sleeve up and then mm. with the other hand, you know, yeah. so I just don't go there normally. But Well, with my old 1980 pickup truck, there's some gas stations that the design of the nozzle makes it really difficult to put gas in it. Yeah. I like have to just squeeze a tiny bit on the handle so it doesn't like chug and turn off, you know. <laughs> and hold it at a certain angle. Oh. And it's just like slowly it's like, okay, dripping I'm not getting gasoline gas here in there. Anymore. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I'm thinking though, <laughs> like eventually these sleeve things, because they're supposed to like keep the fumes from going into the air, you know. Yeah. It captures the fumes. I'm like, eventually, probably everywhere will have these. Mm. And it's just going to suck to gas up my bike. Yeah. They should you have know. special bicycle. Or not bicycle, motorcycle, motorcycle. <laughs> fuel pumps like they do the diesel. Yeah, that would be <laughs> nice. But probably won't happen. Anyways, so uh, D. Vitti's nerd cred is... <laughs> He's got three of them. Playing football with no people wearing pads and getting owned. That's, is that really nerd cred? That's how he got his concussion. Going to work with a concussion to avoid boredom, but at night to avoid people and stress. That's why he's not here. So that's why he's not here. He stayed home from work yesterday and today, but he went into work at four, which is when most people leave so that people won't be bugging him and trying to make him make decisions. So this is a peek inside DVD's psyche where he goes to work to avoid being bored. Oh yeah. He could have easily just used sick leave, but although I know he doesn't have very much. And I still don't understand how he does everything that he does in the day and still works overtime. And coaches football. Yes. I don't think he sleeps. <laughs> he must not. And he also bought the Harry Potter Hogwarts Challenge. Oh. And has been playing it and winning. He says through year three, so huh. he must not have gone past year three yet. Yeah, the way that game works is it builds... Yeah. Through the seven books. Each year you add new villains. More complexity. And bad. And difficulty. Things that can happen and stuff. But then you get more cards you can get. It's really fun. Cool. segment is feedback we got a new like on our pinterest board by stevie stevie wonder no 
Oh. Uh, maybe. I wonder if it's Stevie Wonder. Just it just kidding. said Stevie, so oh. we're going to assume it's Stevie Wonder. And uh, so what happened with uploading last week's episode is I had hadn't I've recovered my Windows because it's just been running kind of slow and crashing a lot. Mm-hmm. So that removed all the programs. Oh. So then Sunday, I mean, you know, Friday we went on our trip. We got back Sunday evening. Yeah. And I went to do the podcast editing and realized I didn't have the software Uh-oh. on the computer anymore. <laughs> and so I was like, where is it? I'm like, oh, I think it's at DVD's house. Oh. Which it was. Yeah. So I just sent out a tweet Sunday night saying, hey, show won't be up till tomorrow because I have to go get the software and re-up. Yeah. Redownload it. So Monday, I got home from work and I, well, on my way home from work, I stopped and got software. Mm -hmm. Got home, put it on the computer, got the show ready. And uh, the computer was, oh, I I shouldn't have done this, but (laughs) I had to redownload Microsoft Office. Mm Mm-hmm. So I started that going Oh, while I was... Because sometimes when I'm editing, I have to wait for it to do something. Right. And while I was doing that, I was like, oh, I'll just download my Microsoft Office right now. <laughs> well, I didn't know how long it was going to take. And so um, to, when I was uploading it, I uploaded it to two different sites because one of them is where our website grabs it from. Right. And the other one is the one that sends it out to iTunes and Stitcher mm-hmm. and other pod. So I did the one for our website first, and it took a really, really long time. (laughs) And also, that was the night you guys were coming over and we were going to watch a movie, movie. which is streaming. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So, um, I didn't upload the one that was supposed to go out to iTunes until after you guys left. Oh. So I just hit upload and went to bed. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I got up the next morning and Neil Orangepeel had tweeted out like, hey, I got the tweet saying the episode was out, but it didn't show up on my feed, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And, but it was only like six hours after I had uploaded it. Yeah. So I was like, ah, it's probably just slow. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so then I got home and like, I'd kind of been thinking about it. During the day, I got home and checked on it, and it hadn't uploaded. Oh, dang. Like, that window that I had been uploading it in was closed. Like, it had crashed or something. Oops. So, I went and re-uploaded it. And then Neil tweeted out later, okay, I got it, you know, whatever, I think. Or maybe I... Oh, I tweeted out to him that I had done it or Got it finally working. (laughs) And then there was a bunch of conversation with Matthew from Passersby. Uh-huh. He's got a new podcast called Sunday Morning Waffles or something. Okay. That he does with his son. But his his Twitter handle is says something about Waffle Daddy or oh, right. Daddy Waffle or something. But um, he was talking about rugby because our... Show art for last week was a picture my wife had taken at Master's Ed's Mm -hmm. rugby game. And he was saying that he used to play, but he got injured. Oh. Can't play anymore. Broke his collarbone or something. Hmm. Was advised to retire. (laughs) 
Yeah, so Master Zed kind of commented back and forth, and then Master Zed at some point saw our tweet about the episode and went, oh, that's me in that picture, you know? <laughs> so, cool. Lots of rugby talk on the Twitter this week. Wow, cool. If you want to contact us, send an email to show at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can listen to the show on iTunes and Stitcher, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Stitcher's still kind of behind. At least mine is. Yeah. And our downloads have gone way down for those two services. So Mm -hmm. maybe there's something wrong with iTunes. I don't have iTunes on my computer anymore. I don't have iTunes either. Maybe I can check on my wife's computer. Okay. If somebody can check iTunes and make sure our feed is still updating, (laughs) that'd be nice. Because there was a noticeable drop at some point. And it was about the time that mom was saying that Stitcher wasn't updating. You could watch it on YouTube. That's what my wife does. Oh, and maybe more people are doing that. I don't know. Because I know Master Zed said he's started watching it on... Or not necessarily watching it, but having it up in the background right. so he can listen to it. Well, because it comes up a lot a couple days earlier on YouTube. It does. So. Right. So you can get it early on YouTube just by searching Engineerty Show. Yep. And uh, go to com where you can click through the Amazon link in the menu on the top right side and uh, do your Amazon shopping for the holiday season. Which is coming up. It is. It's already October, so yep, we're on our calendar that's three by four grid. We're in the bottom row. Yep. So <laughs> it's getting there. It's crazy because to me it still feels like we're in summer. Yeah. Because it's still been warm here. Yeah. It hasn't really rained that much yet. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, I had an awesome summer. It it was a really nice summer. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Live long and nerdy. You know me so you can't just say bizarre. Never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees You know me so you've seen it all before Looking at me stuck in a tree Trying to hold a thought you can't ignore Something multiplied by a three Just be sure that I can tell it Just be sure that I can tell it again So it wasn't as silly as normal, but that's okay Most guitars are made of trees With some L for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees
friends and tuny things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. The song Most Guitars Are Made of Trees is by Greg Gibbs. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.